Hello. It's Sunday, January 10th, 2021. Four days since the attempted coup and violent attacks on the Capitol in D.C. Just want to talk about that for a little bit and then we'll move on to what how I'm going to deal with it mentally. First, I just want to talk about the facts and also some of my perspectives. So, this is something we all knew was happening. It was a planned, organized event that Trump was, he was speaking at. They were having a rally. And Trump has been lying and saying that there is election fraud even though there's no proof of that, they have recounted the votes many times, even when it wasn't necessary. So Trump actually had to pay for those recounts sometimes. And they did investigations that led nowhere. And they tried to bring things to courts that like laughed in their faces. They had nothing. Like literally sometimes they had like a post-it note or something. Like it was nothing. And um, the only things that they got was like letting people um, step closer due to the COVID restrictions. Um, so they could challenge and view vote um, counting. That was like the one thing that they got through and maybe, uh, there's also um, a glitch that was um, solved like immediately after it happened. Um, So that wasn't really a big deal because it was just already solved right away. Um, Recounts showed, um, sometimes gave even more votes to Biden sometimes and Biden won the popular vote. And Trump was um, saying that there was election fraud even in 2016 he just didn't care because he won. Um, and he thought that illegals were voting. That was the problem. And now he's saying that voting by mail is the problem. Even though he told his voters not to vote by mail. So, of course, they didn't, mostly. And um, just, unfortunately, all these conspiracy theorists um, do not find any problems with lies. They don't have the... Um, critical thinking skills developed yet and they don't have access to um they don't understand how to find unbiased factual resources so they feel um that they can't trust the media but it's become such a problem that let's read a little excerpt here um let's see at least one Air Force combat veteran, the New York reporter, uh, the New Yorker reported, um, there were devices like two pipe bombs outside the building of the Democratic and Republican National Committees, just blocks from the Capitol. Federal agents discovered the truck full of rifles, shotguns, bomb-making supplies parked outside the RNC headquarters. Um, rioters could have... Um, used flex cuffs to hold hostages if they had gotten through. Um, They had plans to do things like that recorded online and in person. People were unmasked, armed, storming the Capitol where they were told by uh, police not to come. But also the problem with the police is that there's police that were helping and aiding them and either just like letting them do it or literally helping them and also taking selfies with them. And then there's the police officers that actually, like the one that actually died trying to do his job and defend the 
the people and the property of the capital. Because I think the problem is people think that um, when, when someone says, why isn't there police brutality at this event? We're not saying that there should be excess police brutality. We're saying there needs to be actual good uses of force when it's needed and not excessive force when it's not needed. It's inverse right now. It's ridiculous how the discrepancy that's happening right now, the inequality that that's why people are pointing out the difference between the treatment of BLM peaceful protesters that had infiltrate that actually had infiltrated um, people of other groups and that were shot at with rubber bullets and and had tear gas and they were like bottlenecked and cornered by police and people who were just walking home (laughs) like it was ridiculous um and to compare there was a police officer who died during blm uprising civil rights movement and um he was shot by looters I don't, I think he was off duty. He was just helping out like a neighbor, um, his neighbor's store. He, he'd always go check out an alarm and he went there and he, and he, um, got shot by looters. Um, those people were then, um, arrested. Um, charged for, uh, first degree murder. At least one person. I'm not sure what the verdict of that was. And this time... There was a police officer who was um, beaten to death by a fire extinguisher by people who were not sure who exactly they were, but it was in a group, like, in broad daylight, in a group of people who had Nazi symbols, Confederate flags, a noose, a wooden cross, and they were Trump supporters, and they were there because Trump said, let's go to the Capitol. I just don't understand how people could see this any differently than a domestic terror event that was a insurrection trying to overthrow one of our more democratic elections. If we didn't have electoral college and we didn't have gerrymandering, we'd we have we'd have a more true democracy. But this time we actually had more black voters and huge voter turnout. And the person who won the popular vote actually won the electoral college this time. So this was more, a more fair election. We had so many recounts. We people people count the the states counted so slowly and made sure that they were sure and double checked. Like they it got certified every step of the way. It was a fair and democratic election, one of the best we've ever seen. <laughs> and and we should want it to be even better and abolish electoral college. I think. But the people who are believing the lies of the president, who is finally, his propaganda machine of his Twitter account has finally been banned. When people listen to that, they thought that they should go and stop what they thought was a steal of election, but they're literally go trying to steal an election. Um, that's the whole thing, is they keep saying, you're doing this to me, and they're the ones doing it. It's like classic narcissism. So right-wing extremists vow to return to Washington during, for the inauguration. So we're going to have to see how that all plays out. There were people who were pretending they got tear gassed. There was... Um, people are upset about Trump being banned from Twitter. People who are upset about this were not upset 
that gay people were being discriminated against at a bakery or that trans people were being able to be denied by a church-run homeless shelter. And they were fine with FOSTA and SESTA that were... And all of these accounts that have been deleted for other reasons, like, aside from this, and they didn't care about net neutrality, but now they care about freedom of speech because Donald Trump's account was taken away. But what they don't seem to realize is that he incited a violent coup, that he incited violence against the the vice president, Mike Pence. He sent a mob, an armed militia, at least attempted militia, um, it fell short, obviously. Thank, thank goodness, because that would be bad if they succeeded in what they wanted to do. But the fact that they were, the fact that the Confederate flag was in the Capitol building, that that the fact that there was Nazis, the fact that there was, there was KKK, Proud Boys, the standby, stand back people, and. You know, there's no talks from Donald Trump about the when the looting starts, the shooting starts, about taking Nancy Pelosi's stand. And there's no talk about uh, 10 years in prison for property damage, even though this was an attempt of violence against all of Congress, or at least the ones that don't agree with Trump. This is fascism. It's an alt-right, authoritarian, ultra-nationalist, um, uprising against democracy. Um, and it's funny that people keep saying, well, you know, at least he was good for the economy. You know, at least he created jobs. He did not. He was not good for the economy. Well, at least he uh, got uh, helped with taxes. I'm sorry, if you make less than $75,000 a year, your taxes are actually going to go up. If you make, um, and the fact that he bailed out corporations should upset you. It's like, but let's just put all that aside and realize that he incited a violent coup, and that's why he got banned from the private organization uh, Twitter. (laughs) So, now, I can take real criticism, like, Joe Biden should not be using this to make domestic terror laws that actually target um, peaceful um, protests that actually are just very extreme in the fact that they are radically trying to help the world um, in terms of, like, like there was time where um, disabled people came to the Capitol. They went through security. They got checked. They walked in. They sang songs. They were peaceful. They just wanted to remind them they were there and they need health care. Um, but they were taken out um, against their will very soon. And let's not... It, You've seen probably the difference between how, what the Capitol Police was versus um, during a BLM protest versus what just happened on January 6th. So I understand the criticism of let's not only call them terrorists, let's make sure we're clear about the fact that this was um, white supremacists planning an insurrection led by the president and other Republicans. And it was an attack, not just on the people of Congress and the vice president, but on our democracy and on the 
people of um, target of those hate groups. So I think that's something that people <laughs> should remember. I know it's a lot to remember. I have to just keep saying it. Like, this was a fascist, racist coup. You know, I just have to keep saying it. <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was domestic terrorism, but we have to make sure that we don't just use that to perpetuate laws that are going to hurt Muslim people, that are going to hurt Black people. We want to make sure that laws that for domestic terrorism aren't going to hurt movements for power to the people, you know? So I understand that. I understand actually caring about your freedom of speech and freedom of press. But when you say that there's, you don't even trust the media, like, Associated Press and, like, NPR, the people that, like, are media, like, oh, we got this wrong. Here, we, we, te- we told you guy wrong right away. Like, like that's how fast they would do it if they got some, when they get something wrong. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it just, like, instead you, instead you listen to PragerU, instead you listen to QAnon conspiracy, it's, like, there's no validity there. So I don't know how to talk to these people anymore. So that's why I just need to vent about it. Um, and also just make it clear and get my story straight in a way of, like, um making sure I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to celebrate, um, and act like, oh, I gotcha too much about certain things, because I want to be clear about how serious this is, but also it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? Like, this is just such plain, obvious examples of, like, white supremacy, like, and also the myth of it, because clearly they don't know what the fuck to do, these idiots, um, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, some of the people there were, like, just... I don't even know. (laughs) It's so hard to explain, because there's so many... They all had such common interests, but they all had very particular roles. So it's like, there's the white supremacists with the, the big cross, and then there's the Nazis, which are very similar to the white supremacists, with their Auschwitz camp and they're uh, it's just horrible things I can't even like repeat the things that are they, they're, they're just wearing proudly and they took down the American flag and put up Trump flags it was because of I just it just it's just so upsetting to me and I think it's okay for me to be upset by this and it's good for me to talk about it Um, I understand some people are like, oh, well, if I was talking about this much, this would be upsetting to me and it would mean that I'm focusing on it too much. But for me, if I don't talk about it, I'm going to ruminate on it more. I need to talk about it and then let it go. Talk about it and let it go. I need to compartmentalize so I can live my life. (laughs) So this is the part where I'm trying to unpack it and unload and document it so I can look back because this is historic. Um, And I'm looking at things like what to do. Like, you know, what to do. And a lot of things is like, okay, focus on people in your life. Make sure you have a community. Make sure that when there's disinformation, you call it out as a lie or as misleading, depending on the extremity of the misinformation. And that you approach things with a level head and don't draw people into being um, escalated and defensive, but instead like, you know, be loving and kind to the people in your life that you actually really care about, you know, that you think are just being brainwashed in a way, but also protect yourself and don't think that it's your job to save them. You can just tell them what you know and how they can find out more and explain to them ways that they might understand. But like at some point you have to let go and be like, that's your issue. 
you know, unfortunately. It's my issue to fi- find a way to deal with it, but I can't control you, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's like, so instead of debating and trying to legitimize all of that, um, I'm just going to ignore it or mock it or at least like, you know, say the actual truth and just like no more engaging. No, like say what's true and then done, like not debating, not going back and forth between, oh yeah, well that's true and that's not true. Like, no, none of that. Like, this is ridiculous. During all this, I'm just like going to work and everyone's just like, and there was the other, like the Christmas bombing happened too. So it's like, it's hard to even know what to do when this stuff happens. And people have been dying from COVID at levels um, at amounts high as higher than 9-11 so it's like we're living through so much trauma right now as a nation and as a globe and it's just really a lot um, so I just want to remind myself that like my goal is to not be relying on the government but also to be helping those that have to rely on it because there's disabled people there's people in poverty there's people in jail there's people who need people on the outside of it all to help them but i want to be on the outside (laughs) you know what i mean like people talk about being on the inside and how that's helpful and i see that but there's so much help from someone being on the outside of it all and not having to be but of course um i don't know if i could ever truly live outside of capitalism but um and um all of this but I just mean that I want to be able to be self-sustained in terms of money in terms of resources have a community and go from there so I just think people should focus on bringing love um, to Jewish people and to black people and to native people and to disabled people and to trans people and to women and to all the people that um, have been ostracized by Trump and his supporters. Um, There's petitions to sign for tech companies to get um, more strict on hate and more specific on it and um, to not... um, this is like hashtag protect black descent so it's like don't use this because a lot of times like on tiktok uh a creator will just just be black just exist and then someone will see that and be racist to them and say some racist stuff in comments and then they will respond to that comment with a video and then their video will get taken down but the comment wasn't or something similar where a video is made a white person is either doing blackface or saying the n-word or saying something really racist and hateful and even violent inciting and then doesn't get taken down when it's reported but then when you duet it and talk about how horrible it is then you're the person who's um deleted for um harassment and bullying it it's horrible so we need to make sure that this is actually targeting the real issues and actually because on tumblr the same thing happened with trying to censor the very real problem of child abuse material but instead, it would just ban literally not even not even just nudity, not even just something like that. Like literally, like a picture of a fruit would get mistaken as it was ridiculous. Like the AI wasn't working, but I understand why it has to be so complicated when that terms. But they really should do a better job for the hate speech because that's something that they could easily fix, in my opinion. Like 
because we report it. They should easily be able to just deal with that because we report it. It'd be different if they couldn't find it, but we're telling them where it is. So there needs to be live people to deal with that instead of this like stupid online system where you never actually talk to a real person about it. Because people are being traumatized by these comments, like seeing all this racism, and they should be able to talk to somebody about what they're experiencing on the platform they're using. Uh, if a black person is experiencing being called the N-word when they're just posting a video, TikTok should care. So anyways, <laughs> um, and that's because, like, that as a consumer, you know what I mean? It's, and then it's just interesting that they'll be like, oh, see, you, you care about censorship, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I do care about censorship. I care about FOSTA and SESTA and how it's um, a broad-based censorship instead of being narrow and to the point. And it's just, like, I, I do wonder about the implications of putting a group of people into the dark and what happens there. Um, but I know that you can't, you have to de-platform Nazis. You have to de-platform fascists. You have to de-platform terrorists. This is something that we've learned as a country already. Let's not repeat so many historical events this year. Let's keep it just, just, just a couple, okay? Let's chill out. <laughs> so yeah, so one way I deal with this is just literally just being educated on it. Because that makes me feel much more calm if I didn't know an answer to something that makes me feel um, like I'm not um, going to be able to help someone with their disinformation because I'm not informed. Um, like if I don't know what's going on, then I'm not going to be sure the best way to move forward. And I know that it's good to take breaks and Sometimes I wonder um, how much we really need to focus on it, but this is really important. So it makes sense that I'm having trouble moving on from it. I, yeah, I shouldn't just have to move on from this. Like they said, 9-11 never forget. And they really want us to move on from this already. It's been four days. So I, I have every right to feel this way. Like I was um, commenting on someone's live about how people were comparing the woman who was shot um, to like, people who we've been fighting for for Black Lives Matter and I was like she was breaking a window into the Capitol building and the Secret Service warned her they st stormed the Capitol with Nazis and Confederates and they were violent and they like were trying to stop the election they were trying to cause an insurrection and a coup and they were war and she was warned to stop and she knew the ramifications everyone everyone knows everyone knows and if you, like i heard this said recently like everyone knows when you're in dc like you don't go storm the capitol like you get shot like but and then everyone's like well apparently if you're white like you might get away so apparently if you're white you might even get to walk around inside take a little tour put up a confederate flag and take a selfie with a cop so you know you never know of course, it's not that black and white. There's a lot of nuance to the situation, but not that much. <laughs> it's it's pretty black and white in a lot of ways. Um, it's not every single person there was white, but it was a lot of white people. And not every single cop was white. There was a black cop who um, was trying to um, lure them away from the Capitol main building, main rooms, and lead them over to other cops. Um, 
there was a cop who I already mentioned who was um, beaten with a, I just can't even say it, fire extinguisher by a, a Trump supporter, by an insurrectionist, like I just, by a Blue Lives Matter person, like I just can't. That's the the comparing of it all is so ridiculous. Like it's almost incomparable. The only reason to compare it is to be like, look at the difference. Look how the National Guard was already there for Black Lives Matter. Like literally Black Lives Matter. But for Trump won the election even though he didn't, like the protest was Trump won, but he didn't. <laughs> and and it's not a protest at that point. It's an insurrection and it was violent, like, I just can't even, I know I'm repeating myself at this point, but I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I forgot to mention, um, the fact that people thought it was Antifa is so stupid, I'm happy some people are, like, realizing how that just doesn't make any sense, they were very clearly supportive of Trump, and they were just from Trump's rally, and, like, they were doing things that, like, it was, yeah, but, yeah, uh, he's permanently suspended, yay, Finally, that took long enough. I think Twitter might still face ramifications from letting it go on this long. Parlor is... I'm not sure what's going on with Parlor, honestly. Um, don't know what to speak on that. But yeah, it's really sad to see people... Honestly, this stupid... Um, because I'm not talking about the people who are violent. I'm talking about the people who like are like my friends. Not my friends, like one of my friends. That... I can't even talk to anymore because he's a Trump supporter. Um, that's one of the. Re- there's obviously a lot of reasons that go into why not, why someone might might not talk to a friend. There's obviously more like personal reasons that also are involved with that. But like this is a huge stain on it, for sure. But yeah, the cap the the fact that the National Guard wasn't already there at the Capitol, even though this was a planned event. Um, like, it's just, (laughs) it's a lot, but funny ways to deal with it is, like, uh, calling Trump, um, the guy from Home Alone or the guy from Celebrity Apprentice, like, forget, just pretend like he was never president, um, but the problem is we can't just forget. <laughs> like, we have to remember the Republicans who voted to overturn the election results, voted to get rid of our votes, the popular vote. Millions of people's votes disenfranchised for those people, attemptedly. And then they took it back once there was a violent coup and they finally realized their error of their ways. And impeachment is a good idea because I there's no way that Trump should be allowed to run for office again. I don't want to have to do with this guy anymore. Oh my god. If he's finally can just leave our lives, that'd be great. He's like a narcissistic ex we just need to get rid of. So yeah, I just want to um, focus on showing love to multiculturalism in general. Just like making sure I'm aware of like what holidays are coming up. What people are asking for in terms of not getting cultural appropriation, getting enough reparations and acknowledgements, and um, if I had land back, I'd give it. (laughs) Um, It's funny, 
uh, Trump had an honorary um, degree from some college, and they revoked it. Like, all these places are deplatforming him. Like, everything. But people are like, it's the liberal media. It's like, no, they're just protecting themselves because they can't be inciting this. Like, they don't want to be responsible for it. But yeah, these... But the problem is they are responsible for it because all these uh, things happened online. These these sites. Um, like, they're planning this stuff. They've been talking about civil war, like, and kidnapping people and, like, and horrible and then when AOC says we need to make a list of these people are saying that we need to overturn our election people are like yo you're not you're being divisive it's like uh no and like I'm not even a big um person to be like oh let's put AOC on a pedestal but like she does a lot of good things unfortunately she voted for Nancy Pelosi to be speaker of the house and and um, Bernie's not going to be in the White House because they think that they shouldn't have a special election in Vermont right now. I just feel like all of this is classic, classic DNC, classic DNC. The progressives get you where you want to be and then you toss them to the side and they let you. It's just like for the greater good or whatever. And it's like I get that this is a really turmoil, time of turmoil, but like this better not impede any policy change that's needed like all of almost almost every single thing that Donald Trump did needs to be overturned like there might be like a couple things that were like neutral or maybe even good and then every other thing like there's hundreds of things that need to be overturned with the environment with trans rights with women's rights like like police um laws that were made that, that like it was just, like, oh, all these mandates that they did. Like, I can't even... There's so many things that he did. It's like, the wall. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, so many things. Like, the children in cages. And the, sep- the family separations for way too long. Like, it should never even happen. But certainly not for as long as it's happening. And just losing their information. So all of that needs to be overturned by Biden. That's, I'm not just complaining, Trump, Trump, Trump. I'm saying, now Biden's be president. So do something about it, Biden. That's what I'm saying. So... Um, Trump supporters are really showing their true colors right now when they are not going to say anything about the violence, nothing about the racism, nothing about the anti-Semitism, nothing about the attack on our democracy, and they're just going to say, oh, freedom of speech for Twitter. That shows a lot, and it really is distressing. And even during all the Black Lives Matter protests, they cared about property, and they would bring up someone who was killed by a looter, but they're not going to bring up the police officer who was killed right now, and they're not going to bring up the property destruction on the Capitol and all the looting that happened there. So it's just like slave owners, statues should be tagged. They, they should be taken down. They should be called out. We should not have Confederate flags anywhere. We should not have things named after slaves, slave owners, I meant to say. Anyways, um, so that's how I feel about all of that. So I mentioned staying informed helps, taking breaks helps, laughing helps. Um, trying to have a community and not rely on the government (laughs) um yeah so deep breathing in and out to regulate my 
system, I like to breathe out for a long time. So breathe in. Hold. And then breathe out. One thing to do, and it's important for me, and whenever I hear someone's having, like, when I read a book or a podcast, someone's like, deep breathe, I always deep breathe along. So I hope that you were too. And um, took that as an opportunity to be mindful and grounded. My mindful techniques always help me. And um, um, mantras and affirmations like, I'm here now, I'm safe. Um, I remember what calm feels like. It feels like sitting at the beach when no one's around. My favorite song's playing. I just ate and have water. And I can just close my eyes. I just remind myself that that's what that feels like. And remembering that I've gotten through so many hard things, I can get through more. And it's not my responsibility to save the world. I'm, I, I, I'm not acting alone here. I'm a part of a community. I'm part of a movement in my own, in, in its own right. Like I'm part of a generation. I'm part of a global community. I'm part of a family. I'm part of a friend group. Like, I can do this. <laughs> I can get through this. We can get through this together. Mm-hmm.